Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. All right, so today's 10-minute topic is follow-up. And it's a funny thing because when you get into this business, I know for us, we thought, sure, people are going to say no, but some people are going to say yes right away. And yes, some people do, but most people don't because you're playing a game of motivation and timing. And what that means is you're you're contacting people that are likely to sell for whatever criteria you're using, but a lot of them are not gonna sell it to you at a discount. A lot of them are not gonna sell now. So whatever marketing you're sending, whether it's mail or you're calling or you're texting, whatever you're doing, even if it's PPC and people that are calling you, it doesn't matter. The truth is that they may not wanna sell for the price you need to buy it and they may not want to sell it all for a little while so, but once somebody raises their hand and said they're interested and for us if someone wants to sell full retail we'll take a listing right we just closed two listings recently but but for a lot of people uh, if you're certainly if you're only buying uh, cheap and even if you're listing but some people aren't ready to list you have to follow up to the point where that seller is motivated to move Right? If someone wants full retail and you need to buy it, it, all that means is they're not motivated enough to sell it to you at the price you need. Now, circumstances change in everybody's life, and you need to follow up so that you're there when that happens, so that you're front of mind for that prospect. And it's easy to think, well, everybody's contacting them, and what's the difference, and it's not going to work. Follow-up works. We closed deals from years ago, years ago, recently. So... You need to follow up to get deals. If you have a pipeline of leads, and anybody can get a pipeline, and we can show you how to get a pipeline of leads, um, and for a cheap, relatively cheap uh, number, I think we just got somebody started for around 1100 bucks. and that money didn't come to us. It was a cost of a list, a cost of skip tracing that list so they can call them. Um, so you can get leads. You call people, and the people that say they're interested, or may yeses or maybes, those are leads, right? Some people who you maybe don't want to sell right now. Go meet them. They said, we're thinking about it. It's what it's a no. I mean, if you follow John Martinez, everybody that's not a yes is a no, that's fine. But you still follow up with them until they're a yes. So, first of all, you got to follow up daily. What happens a lot of times that people don't realize is that a lead will call in and just hang up. Or a lead will call in and you'll never, you won't have contact with them. Uh, they'll leave a quick message or you don't even know what's going on, but they responded to a marketing piece or they returned a call where you were where you were clear that you wanted to buy their house and they said, I'm going to call that guy back, right? If you just call someone and they're calling back just because you called, I don't think that's a lead. But if you call and you said, hey, I'm interested in buying your house and they called you back, then that's a lead. There's some some kind of motivation going on there. So like if we, we send out postcards, if anybody calls that number, I call them back. Now, a percentage of the people telling me to take me off the list or I think somebody told me to, to F myself in the butt with a spoon recently. Um, obviously, those aren't leads. But... If somebody calls, you assume they want to sell. They're responding to a postcard. They want to sell. So you got to blitz those people, which means hit them three times a day for five business days. And again, you can't, you cannot contact people enough. Everybody's afraid that this is a deal and I'm going to contact them too much. And the guy's going to say, you're a dick for calling me so often. So I'm not going to use you. That never has happened to us. And from everybody I've spoken to, it's never happened to anyone. So it's simple. If there's motivation there, you cannot call them enough. 
Because that time they finally call you and they'll say, okay, you know what? I want to sell. You've got to understand a lot of the people that are very distressed are not handling things in a normal fashion. They're not returning calls. They might be in foreclosure. They might be getting collection calls. They don't want to speak to people. They're uncomfortable. You got to hit them as hard as you can until they say, don't call me anymore. Just fine. That's a no. Or, okay, let's talk about my situation. You can't contact people enough if you haven't had that initial conversation. And once you have that initial conversation, they might say, call me back in three months. You can't call them the next day, right? We'll talk a little bit more about, about that and follow up also. So you got to get, you got to get a good, a good handle on them. I know Brad Chandler, who's a master at this, has like a 99% contact rate, which is extremely high. He has a system. He gets through them, whatever, whatever, Whatever um, communication methods you have, if you have an email address, you email them. If you have a, a cell phone, you text them. If you have a, a regular landline, you call them. You hit them three times a day until they say, don't call me anymore or let's talk. One or the others. That's the initial blitz. We believe no lead should go more than a m month without a contact. And we also believe that whatever a lead tells you time-wise, you cut that in half. So we've had leads tell us, call me back in six months, that's why I want to sell the house. We call back in six months, the house is already listed or the house is gone. So if someone tells you call back in six months, call them in three months. Um, for people that say, I'm not, not interested now, you call them every month. If someone says, call me in two months, call them every month. You really shouldn't have more than 30 days go by. But if someone says, listen, I'm selling in the winter, and it's the next winter, and it, you know, in a year, call them in six months, call them in four months. 30 days really is the time. You call them, even if it's leave a message, it's keeping you top of mind. It means you're, you're, you're persistent. It means you're, you're not giving up. To a lot of people, that's a big deal. Right? They think you. They think you're going to be that persistent when they, when you're selling their house. Well, you know, if they're if if you're selling them their house, if if it's for a if it's for a listing and you're calling them every month, they believe you have a system in place and you're better than most people who will not follow up. And if you are buying their house, they believe you're going to follow through on what you said you're going to do. So, um, we met a guy in Boston who has his own mailing system, and he says that it's buy or die. Right. I'm going to mail you forever until I buy your house or one of us dies. And even if you die, I'm going to still mail you. And I'm, that's a good system. You got to be consistent forever on these things. And it sounds crazy because you think if someone gets five pieces of mail from me and has not responded, then why should I follow up with them? But I promise you, and Brad Chandler also says, it's the first deal he ever bought. This is the person who got a seventh postcard from them. And he said, you know what? I got my seventh postcard from you. I'm going to sell. So... You got to be consistent and follow up is a huge part of that. It sends a very, very clear message to the prospect that you are someone who is serious about their about the house and is someone who is going to do what they say they're going to do. So you follow up all the time. Um, some leads seem dead, uh, but the, but we've spoken to many people who told us some of the best deals they ever got were the most irate people. So somebody yells at you, screams at you, tells you to f off. Until they tell you to take him off the list, you do not stop calling them. You do not stop contacting them. It's counterintuitive, and we made mistakes and gotten rid of people like that. And then we saw they sold to another investor soon after. So you got to be consistent, and you got to follow up. Um, and we believe in changing methods of, uh, of communication. So if you're calling people, leaving them messages, and it's happened for a few months, and they haven't responded, text them if you have a cell phone number. Send them an email if you have a number. So you should change communication methods if you can um contacting people different ways it's funny because somebody might respond to a call today but there's somebody who never really answers the phone 
and then you text them after you leave them four messages and you text them and they respond right away and say yeah I'm still serious about it um, there's also a really good text that we use to bring people back from the dead it's from John Martinez it's excellent I have it written down and it's exactly 160 characters but it's something like uh, I'm guessing you sold the house to somebody else didn't have the heart to tell me completely changed your mind something like that or, or I screwed up I'm, I'm concerned that I screwed up and it works like 95% of the time you'll get a response now the response might be don't I'm not selling the house don't call me anymore but at least you have an answer right so I look at some of the leads where we're calling them for over years and we'll send that text if we have a cell phone and or we'll send an email if we have an email and we'll get a response right away again sometimes it's like hey I sold the house four months ago that's fine at least now we know we don't have to call you anymore but you want you want you want to know what's going on if someone's not responding to you certainly someone who has expressed interest or you agreed on a price they go they go dark sometimes they ghost you it happens all the time so that's a really good text to get them back but follow-up is a huge part of the deal it's not like optional I mean people think well if I don't have if I don't get these deals now then they're not deals the deals are there you have someone who's responded to a phone call or something and said they're interested but they're not now's the right, now's the right time that is someone you have to uh, that is someone you have to uh, follow up with and make sure that you're gonna get them when the time comes when their motivation is right you don't have any other option if you're gonna be serious about this business if you're not doing that you're just throwing away money and throwing away deals so uh, it's important to understand that when you have a pipeline of leads that if you don't follow up with them you're gonna lose out and following up has to be systematic you have to do it regularly someone has to do it we have a leads manager to do it but if you don't then you have to do it and that's why you need a CRM to remind you to do it so again follow it's it's almost uh, there are no words to describe the importance of follow-up it's there's deals there for sure um, it's not a question if you follow up with these things you'll get deals and not following up because you're just losing deals hey thanks for listening we really appreciate it uh go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that i can help you and again if you can leave a review uh that would really help us out